0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 185 of the Run of the Mills podcast, Daily Run, as we roam through Romans. And we are in Romans chapter 15, and last time we stopped at verse 12. And so this time I thought, hey, what better place to start than verse 13, since that's where we left off. So verse 13, as I read this today, uh, I was thinking about something I saw yesterday on Facebook. I was on a, a Facebook group, and in that group, someone was asking a series of questions. And and the questions were basically, basically if I remember correctly, went something along the lines of, how are we saved? And it was A, is it, you know, it was a multiple choice type thing, A, by believing, B, by believing and repenting, C, by believing, repenting, and confessing, and on and on. Anyway, so... Um, So the discussion afterwards was quite interesting because, you know, people were, of course, taking all different answers. And and so one of the one of the things before I commented, I saw somebody else posted something in there about uh, answer A, which was believing, because there were a lot of people saying, well, the the demons believe and they tremble. Right. That's what the Bible says. Um, You believe great, but the demons believe and they tremble and uh, and that's that's one of those interesting verses to me because i was thinking how many people say they believe and yet they don't even tremble you know and uh, and i don't think that's necessarily the point i think i think the point is that just believing that god exists is not sufficient um and yet there are times in the bible where we see this like this idea of believing being the well the common denominator in all the salvation verses it's it's belief Um, And so it's one of those things, again, that the idea of believing something exists is different than believing that that is the method or um, way of salvation. You know, there's a difference between saying, I believe in Jesus, like I believe that Jesus existed versus I believe in Jesus, meaning I believe that Jesus is who he claimed to be, that he's the son of God, who is uh, the second person of the Trinity who came, lived a sinless life, died on the cross and was resurrected to pay the price for my sins and i'm putting my my hope and my faith and my trust in him for that finished work i believe that and so uh you know the 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 qualifiers i guess for the belief are important what what do you mean when you say you believe you know and it's one of those things that as i get older i find more and more that i that i do in conversations especially about spiritual things with people is the defining the, the defining of terms you know, we've come to a time in our culture where so many of the the biblical definitions of words or the biblical use of words is very different than our cultural use of words. And then even in our culture, we see that people are using the same word to mean different things. And so I, you know, I've gotten to that point where a lot of times I just stop and say, "Okay, what do you mean by that? You know, what, what do you when you say that? What do you mean?" Because one of the problems that I've had in my life far too often is I've assumed that the word that they were using meant what I thought it meant. Uh, I had a a Facebook memory the other day that was about a an item that I'd purchased, I think it was a cell phone that I'd purchased on eBay years and years ago, and the person had described it as mint condition. And when I received it, it was well-worn, we'll say. And so when I messaged the person back about it, I said something along the lines of, um, your description said this was mint, and it's got scrapes and scratches on it and worn. And they said, well, that's what mint means. It means that it has some use and it's and it's worn, but it still works. And I messaged them back and said, well, that's not what mint means. Mint means like right out of the mint, like you minted a coin and it's in that right out of the yeah, it was just struck it's mint it's it's perfect it's it's like new and uh they were like oh well that's not what i meant by the word you know and so there's a big problem when you have a different understanding of what the word means so anyway all that long and short of it is talking about um believing you know and what, what we mean by that and so i think it's important to understand that that as we as we read romans 13 because there's some great stuff in here and Well, let's read it. Paul says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And when I first read this a few times, I actually skipped over the word believing. And, you know, as I read it, I didn't even, I didn't, I don't know if I didn't, I don't think I didn't read it. It just didn't register with me what he was saying. And I was looking at this like kind of as a, um, as a a statement of less of fact and more of like a prayer but but i don't think that's the case i don't think it's paul saying well i hope this happens to you i think what he's saying is is something different than that he says now may the god now may the god of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing and and so what he's saying is that joy and peace we're we're filled with joy and peace well how he says in believing and and so i thought well You know, I I wonder if I'm reading this right. So one of the things that I like to do, and I think this is a good practice, which is why I do it, is, you know, you go and you look at other translations of the same verse, because sometimes it's easy. Again, you read a word and you read it with your own understanding of what that word might mean. And sometimes it's helpful to go back and you find what uh, skilled uh, Bible translators, experts in the original language, how they have translated this throughout time and through, um, three different translations. So, uh, let's just look at a couple. I like the new living translation, which is not one of my favorite translations, but this is what it says. He says, I pray that God the source of hope will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy spirit. And so again, he's kind of has this idea of what I was thinking when I first read it. Right. Um, I pray that God, like it's, it's, I'm asking God to do this, um, but some of the other translations don't see seem to have that same idea. And so, if we read like uh, NIV says, "May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in Him." And so, they've they've translated that phrase in believing as as you trust in Him to get past this, you know, the the I believe that He exists thing. To know it's not just to believe that He exists; it's it's that belief that carries with it action. Right. So like, I believe that chair can hold me. And then I sit in the chair, you know, that, that the belief that, that brings about an action or response by me. Uh, Some other, you know, the RSV says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Very, again, very similar to the um, new King James version that I was reading. So anyway, a lot of times I like to do that, it's a good little practice to read different translations. A lot of times it helps me out. You know, I'll see something and I'll go like, oh, well, I, I misunderstood that word or I missed that, that phrase was perhaps the focus of what, what was being said and the other things were the descriptors. But all that to say is this. If you're lacking in joy, if you're lacking in joy and you're lacking in peace, Are you walking in that belief? In other words, if in your life you find that you are anxious and you're uh, you're depressed and you're you know lacking in motivation, and I'm speaking in, from experience, these things have all happened to me, uh, you know, where you just you don't want to get up in the morning, you just don't want to go do stuff, you just don't, you're you're not motivated, you know, or or you're just feeling down and you know and struggling with being depressed or you're looking at your life and saying, what am I doing with myself, you know? And then we have to stop, you know? That's when we stop and we go back to what we first believed. You know, we go back to, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, God loves me. And I know that because he laid down his life on the cross for me. He has plans for me. He has reasons for the things that are happening to me. You know, the things we read back in you know Romans chapter 10 you know in um, in the things we read in, in Romans chapter 8 we get to those those famous sayings like you know for we know that all things work together for those who are you know for those who love the lord and are called according to his purpose and and we can we can get to that spot where we go wait oh, I've forgotten I've taken my eyes off of Jesus I've taken my eyes off of the finished work of the cross remember what Paul said back in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, when he said, You know, I've determined to know nothing amongst you but Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Because that's that's our founding principle. That's what we go back to. And so that's, I think, the important thing about this when he's talking about abounding in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, that all comes back goes back to that believing, you know. It goes back to the to that believing. Believing, oh, you know what? The Spirit of God dwells within me. Now, that can be true, and I can still forget it and live like it's not even. And, you know, I, I've called people before, uh, well, I've called them this, but I've referred to people as, you know, a practical atheist, you know, a person who claims all the the, the uh, belief and faith in God, and yet they don't walk in it. They don't, their life is no different than an atheist. And, and so it's a dangerous thing for us, because it's, it's completely possible for us to not walk in hope. Not walk in peace and not abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit because we've taken our eyes off of what we truly believe. Because our belief, our belief should, action should follow, right? Action should follow. But it's really easy to get distracted by, you know, from the things I know by the things I see, by the experiences of my day and forget about the things I know for sure. The things I know for sure, that Jesus Christ died on a cross for me, paid the price for my sins, and I might spend eternity with him. And that's not all, but that I might have abundant life in the present. That hope and that peace that I have in knowing that I'm secure in his hand, that knowing that whatever comes my way is not out of control, that the trials and the difficulties that I face, that he's using them to conform me into the image of his son. And that's greatly encouraging. So I hope that was encouraging to you. God bless you. We'll talk to you next time.